0: another Milwaukee Admirals podcast with Charlie Larson I'm here in Charlie, today we have a guy that, uh, when you think about it, really is is part of Admirals royalty, let's call it. Yeah. Uh, ninth in games played, all time, seventh in the IHL, fourth all time in points. Uh, to hear people who coached him and worked with him and played with him back then, uh, he was as responsible and as talented a player as there was. And, right uh it's, it's and,
1: great yeah and i was going to say then the, voted the and ranked the the 22nd best admiral of all time uh back in uh when we did the top 35
0: admirals of all time so in 2012 yeah in yep. 2012 yeah he's a uh, former admiral star Gord stafford Gord, it's great to talk to you how's everything going
2: it's going very well i didn't realize that i didn't realize much of that that you were saying there is the old the older we get the better we were, right?
0: So. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. But you played uh, at a time where the admirals were pretty darn good. So when you when you say that, you know, you're coming you're starting from a high point on the dive to begin with when you're talking about how good you were.
2: Well, you know, for, I mean for sure. I mean I I was kind of at that time just kind of a you know, 20 21 year old uh, just kid from Kid from Canada. Actually, the first night I was ever in Milwaukee was the night that they had that the uh, uh, that the that the Brewers had won the I, I think it was the American League Championship because I was in the Howard Johnson's and there was a huge huge parade and party down on the street there right by that. Probably the Howard Johnson's probably not even there anymore. But All I'm right. like, wow, this is this is quite the city. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I was a Canadian kid. I never heard really. Anything they heard you were older. in
0: town. They heard you were in town. That's yeah, why they there you were doing go. It. Yeah, <laughs>
2: there you go. There you go.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. That that is a welcome the, wagon. Yeah, yeah the, the Howard first
1: night. That Howard Johnson still exists as a building, but it is not a Hojo anymore.
0: Gord, let's talk about when you came to town and how you came to town uh, to become a member of the Milwaukee Admirals. Well,
2: I had signed with the uh, with the Edmonton Oilers, and at that time, um, the. Admirals were, were split. They had some free agents. They had some guys from the Quebec Nordiques, and then they had some guys from the, uh, from the Oilers. And actually the first time I was up and down a few times, my rookie year, I was up and down a few times. And then I came back for the playoffs. Um, I'm not exactly sure. Again, the years all kind of go by, but it might've been 1980, but the, the first year I was, I was up and down. And then, uh, and then after that, um, I might have spent a full year in Wichita, and, right. then, and then I then I was sent down, and then the rest of the the rest of my career was in Milwaukee.
1: So can you can, ex, can you explain just a bit about how so Wichita's in the CHL at the time? How what's the uh, how how does the structure work uh, well, from Edmonton CHL, to Milwaukee to CHL?
2: Yeah, the CHL was the American League pretty much is was the equivalent of the American League, but then they they you know they used to compare the two. Yeah. You know, the CHL was more, you know, the, kind of the south southern and the western part of the US and and the American League was pretty much embedded in the uh in North the, East part East. Of the League and yeah. then the IHL. The IHL was considered, you know, sort of one step below that. So, okay. Yeah. Yep. Got it. So yeah.
0: being in being in Wichita was closer to Edmonton
2: on paper than, than From a career perspective. Yes. Yeah. Yes, at that time for sure. Yeah, yeah.
0: And I look at the team that you you started with as a rookie, um, familiar names, guys who played Milwaukee too, uh, Cal Roadhouse and Eve Preston and uh, yourself, obviously. Um, And then Walt Podubny who played just a couple of games in Milwaukee, but uh, Walt Podubny is an interesting, he's an asterisk kind of in Milwaukee history because he, he barely played any games, I think five games, but he has the most goals in a season, on two occasions, he's the only former admiral to be a forty-goal scorer in the NHL.
2: Yeah, no, he was. Uh, he was an interesting character for sure. I mean, he he uh, he had so much talent. Um, just a big guy, good, quick, uh, good, quick wrist shot. You know, yeah, just a character. Yeah. He actually, when when he was in the, Edmonton, he he uh, he wanted to represent himself with Glenn Sather. He didn't have an agent training, and his uh, his his number one negotiating line was. Uh, you pay bananas, you get monkeys. <laughs> so <laughs> so I, I don't know how that went over. But um, he ended he, up in, he ended he up, ended up he in ended, Wichita. I was going to say
0: it. He ended up in a couple other organizations yeah, too. No, so.
2: no, no, he was a good guy. Yeah, he was a he was a good he was a good guy. I mean, there was um, yeah, there was several guys that were kind of up and down. You know, on the on the sort of the Edmonton side of the ledger. You know, um, and and so you know, it was uh, some pretty pretty interesting characters along the way. I mean, that team in Wichita, that's a whole other story altogether. Because the one year we had John Muckler was our coach there, and another year Ace Bailey was the coach. So it sure. was, uh, yeah. So that was that was quite the that was quite the bunch there. But but I mean, I mean Milwaukee, the 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 group in Milwaukee was, uh, I mean, they were a lot of fun, but just some unbelievably, unbelievably talented players like Dale Yakichuk. I, I don't know that I necessarily played with a more talented guy than, than Dale Yakachuk you know, obviously being at training camp with the, with the Gretzkys and the, Mets, well, know. that's not, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying yeah. means, but in, a, in a general way, you know, and Fred Berry, Freddie Berry, he was, you know, he was really good. And we, you know, Eve Preston really good. Um, uh, you know, Michelle Bergeron was there at the time too. I mean, he was a he uh, he he was a he was a good player. Yeah, so it was uh, yeah, it was it was a it was a good team. It was mentioning good team. mentioning Dale Yakichuk, did you play against him in juniors? I did. Western? Yeah, yep, I did. He, I played in the Western Hockey League. I played with the Billings Bighorns. There, they they kind of moved around, but now that's the Tri Cities Americans. Uh, oh, okay. Franchise. Yeah, and Yak played for Yak played for uh, Portland Winterhawks.
0: Right, yeah. right. What was well, your experience then? Was ben, I, was him. Say, yeah. I read I read a thing uh, a while ago that Ken Hodge was the coach there. Yeah, and Ken Hodge said something like Dale Yakichuk was a junkyard dog or something like that. Like like he was just wild and trying trying to control him.
2: Yeah, I mean he yeah he was a just a heck of a heck of a human being um got the he got the most out of everything I mean he got the most out of life off the ice uh, I don't know that his training habits were necessarily what one would expect uh, <laughs> but just his his hockey sense uh talented uh mean he is yep. mean, yeah. like mean uh which you know back then you kind of had to be you you had to yeah, you know, it was, it was a bit of the law of the jungle, and you you kind of had to be mean. So uh, he, he was that, but stick up for his teammates. Um, yeah, you can't – I mean, just on the bus. I mean, playing Yahtzee at the back of the bus and just – yeah, just um, just, a, just a hell of a kid. Yeah, for when, sure.
0: When you, when you eventually sign uh, after trying out with Edmonton and you sign with them, I mean, that's – they're just a couple of years away from – being in the WHA they were a great team in the WHA but the NHL yeah. penalized these four teams and really stripped them down to nothing and yeah boy you talk about the young talent yourself included but my goodness I mean that that training camp you were all peers and it, I mean it's just amazing to look at the the names that would have been there all at this all the same age
2: yeah well you know when I look back at it I, I had a chance to maybe sign with the, the draft and everything I don't even I don't even know how it went I wasn't really even thinking about it but I had a chance to sign with Washington, and maybe a chance to sign with with Detroit, or and I chose Edmonton just because Glenn, Glenn Sayther is not from my hometown, but but we had known him since we were kids. Okay. And uh, Edmonton was just coming into the league, and they had this kid that was everybody thought was going to be pretty good, and Gretzky turned out to be really good. <laughs> he turned out to be and okay. <laughs> and and uh, yeah, and, and uh, you know Mark Messier, and, and yeah, so all coffee yari curry all those guys i'm i'm you know glenn anderson charlie huddy i'm i'm the same age as all those guys and went to you know went to went to training camp and and uh, uh with them but you know always i was never a disgruntled minor leaguer put it that way because <laughs> they, they they were um, uh they were a force to be reckoned with and actually my brother barry was the was the equipment equipment manager, manager of, uh, yeah at the time yeah so so i got i stayed connected with them whenever they were in chicago down at the Chicago Stadium and that so yeah I mean uh, yeah I I, uh when I look back on it it was a relatively unique kind of uh experience that I had coming up coming up through for sure how
0: how long was how long was your brother there I mean did did he did he must so he won all the he won all the cups and got the rings and all of that and his name is on
2: the cup yeah yeah five times yeah he's in the he's in the he's in the hockey hall of fame yeah Yeah, oh my gosh he and I were actually roommates in Wichita my second year yeah is that right yep training staff and playing staff yeah (laughs) yeah. wow did he play also or was he did Uh, he played he played junior and actually played for the uh university of alberta uh golden bears under claire drake who was a legendary coach yes
0: absolutely
2: and i think he won i think he won four four canadian championships yeah no he's got quite the He's got quite the storied history too. Yeah. So was he?
0: He would have been a little before. I was going to say, was he there with Randy Gregg then, or was?
2: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's
2: pretty awesome. Oh, he was there. He was there. Yeah, back when Gretzky was a in Gretzky was a a rookie.
0: No, I'm talking at Alberta. I'm sorry. I'm talking Alberta.
2: Yeah. No. No. Yes. He and he and uh, he and Randy Gregg were teammates. Yes. Okay. Okay. Excellent. Yep. Pretty, very impressive.
0: Uh very yeah. impressive. So you end up as you mentioned, up and down a little bit, but then Milwaukee kind of becomes home for you. Do you do you make it home? Do you buy a house? Do you all of that stuff, right?
2: Oh yeah. You know, I, I think you know, you can't have any I don't think you can have regrets in, in your life at all, but I, I uh, at, at, at the point that I got sent down to Milwaukee for what would have been the last time. I remember talking to Phil and and I, you know, I was just a 21 year old idiot, you know, really just kind of like, and I told Phil, you know, like, this is just unfair, blah, blah, blah. You know, even if they call, you know, just tell them that I'm hurt or something, I'm done. I'm just gonna, you know, cause I, I liked Milwaukee. I, I liked the, uh, I, I, uh, I liked the, I liked the team. And, and, you know, that was my, le- it was my level. You know, I, 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 uh, I, and I got to play a lot. Um, um which was you know i i don't care what anybody says i mean the idea if you're a player you want to play you know so, right uh, yeah. and back then the money you know was, wasn't really wasn't really an issue but you know if i i, I kind of wish and i've told phil this too i kind of wish he would have just said you know you know you stupid little 21 21 year old shut the hell up and you know if they call you up you're going back up like you know but you know and and I, i've kind of made that Part of sort of my life moving forward, you know, I was trying to trying to mentor young kids, and and you know, a lot of the things that I had to learn kind of on my own, I try and you know, I, I've said sort of the same thing to them, you know, like just shut up and play, and whatever happens is going to happen. But you know, there's there's I have no regrets about that at all. I, I met my wife actually at at Major Goolsby's probably like a month after that. And oh my gosh, um, what would be my wife? Yeah, De- Deb Debbie Stafford and uh, yep she was in uh, I met her at Major Goolsby's, and uh, yeah we ended up getting married in the in uh, November of 83 and then wow. uh, yeah so i met so her did, in, you, in,
1: did did you in, and her was she is she from milwaukee yep, mm-hmm. yep. Oh, no kidding yep.
2: wow yeah and she was a hockey, she was a hockey fan yep she was actually at the game with with her sister and uh, we yeah we kind of met in, in major Goolsby's, and there you go
1: Oh my gosh,
2: that's so funny! That is yeah, so funny. Yeah. Was was Goolsbee's the place to go for after every game? Oh yeah, absolutely. Every, everybody, yeah. the players everybody all went, there.
0: and yeah, yeah,
2: everybody. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, well,
1: Yak told us a good story about uh, about taking some guy's leather coat after a uh, concert at uh, at Major the box car
0: Box car ended up with a leather jacket. Oh, it was and, a box uh, car. What
2: did? Okay,
0: I did. Was, Yeah, but Yak, Yak got suckered.
2: Yeah, Yak, Yak, and Yak and Boxcar, those two. They lived on a. I wish I could remember where they lived. I mean, it was right by the tracks bar. I know that. Fleshy, Fleshy actually lived. Fleshy actually lived in the upstairs of a bar where he had to have the key to the bar to go to his. his (laughs) I want to say it was the track. It might've been the tracks. I could be wrong, but, sure. but yeah, no, those, that was a, that was a crew, man. That was a crew, but yeah. Yak, Yak was one of those, <laughs> I don't know. He was one of those guys. He would just kind of, he would just kind of do anything. So well, good, well, it seems like, it seems like a good time followed him. Oh yeah. But, but, but when it was time, I mean, he was, you know, yeah, he was, he was competitive, you know? Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, and competitive he had Oh yeah, yeah. He yeah.
1: he he would have been the IHL MVP in eighty two eighty three if he hadn't fired a puck at the linesman's name was, right. yeah, yeah. was a little off. Yeah, his name was a
2: little off. Do you remember? Do you remember? I remember one of the things I remember about him was we played Salt Lake. I don't know. Salt Lake was in the league. There's a couple of things I remember about that, but uh, Salt Lake in Salt Lake they had a mascot, this eagle. And he would go around. Who'd ever seen it before? But he had these like two foot. No, I'm probably not two foot. Maybe foot stilts, on his skates. So I mean, pretty talented, pretty yeah, talented guy underneath the mascot. <laughs> yeah, Yak yeah, skated by him and just tapped the back of his skates like just, just a little, <laughs> just enough to make him go whoa. And so you got this mascot like, you know, fuck off. What are you doing? Like, you know, just yeah, totally. Totally innocent. He did it like three times. That mascot was so mad. Oh man, <laughs> he was so mad. I don't know that any player A would have would have had the deviance to think about that about doing that to <laughs> but, the poor uh, mascot who was on just, stilts. But he wasn't trying to knock the guy over either. He's just trying to like just to mess uh, with make him, you know? yeah, make sure he's that he's, for, he, so that, he's
1: mad. that he's strong yeah. in his uh, in his stance, right? <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. The other thing I remember about Salt Lake is that they had a goalie, Rick Hines. And, you know, yeah. they have the old school masks on, right? And Danny, Danny LaCour, I mean, you play those teams. There's nine teams in the league. So you played everybody like, seemed like 10 times a year. It's sure. crazy. Right. Danny, every freaking game against them, he would come, he would do that in every, in every game anyway. Come down the left wing yak, give him a little, uh, give him a little pass. And Danny would freaking wire one like right, right at his face. I mean, that yeah. was part of it. The- that was part of the deal, right? Like early in the game, shoot at their head, get them thinking. So, yeah. wow. <laughs> and the equipment, obviously, the equipment wasn't the same back then, but yeah.
1: Yeah, a little bit yeah. different. Well, yeah, yeah. The, a couple, the guys up, up.
2: couple guys had the wire masks then. Uh, like Richie Sirwa had a wire mask then, but sure. many were still going with the fiberglass. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Which is amazing. Like, right? you know, yeah. to play gold to begin with is, you, you, I think you got to be a little off, but to have to wear those masks. Yeah, like you, yeah. you may as well, you may as well not have worn anything, really.
2: Yeah, and I don't know if you've ever seen one of Danny Lacour's sticks or Yak sticks. Like, have you ever seen? I don't know. No. If there's an archive somewhere. You look at those guys' sticks. Oh my god. You should. Yeah, yeah. I know Danny's still in town. If ever seen, so you ever see. So the honestly, curve on it, or what are you oh, talking? You don't even about? want to know what it. You don't <laughs> even want to know. Like, is no, that right? It's not a curve. I don't know what it was. It was like <laughs> it was like the shaft. And it, the, the blade was kind of straight, but it would just like, like I don't even know how to describe it.
0: So it would yeah, whip oh at the yeah. end, like it like it had a the, the whip at the end sort of thing, or what?
2: It was like an it was like a nine-iron.
0: <laughs> oh really?
2: <laughs> really? Oh, yeah.
0: So just... oh yeah. Oh yeah.
1: <laughs> but uh, how did he so he just he just bent it with the uh, with the with the torch, huh?
2: Oh yeah, the torches and the, oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Which is yep. so funny that,
1: that doesn't, I mean, as you know. That doesn't happen anymore. Now all no, the no. everything no. is uh, is the yeah. composite. Yeah, stick. it's all standard, and yeah, yeah. yeah, right. And everything is in the factory. They, they do it yeah. to your standards, right? It's not yeah. no one's no one's messing with their sticks anymore. Nope. Uh, oh. So yeah. you you talk about all these crazy personalities. Uh, I want to know how how did Phil manage that? Uh, like you said, he wasn't he was not an in your face guy. He wasn't going to tell you, Gordy, you got to take that twenty one year old attitude and get it the hell he would never have said that so how how did how did phil how was phil a coach for you specifically and how do you see him managing this crazy team of sort of you know i hate to call it misfits because they're not but that's because every team had that there were different personalities they're different personalities
2: i feel as though you know uh i think he I, i i think he he um he, you know, there's an old there's an old saying. You know, you got to let your you got to let your horses run. You know, I think yeah. a lot of coaches these days are are over systemized, and I don't think there's a lot of room f- necessarily for players to just play. I mean, we didn't have we didn't have complicated practices. We didn't have complicated systems. Uh, no, I, I I think he just um, yeah he just man- he just managed the group. I think the boys, uh, you know, he was he was real. You know, he, right. he, he, what people, he didn't try to be something that he wasn't, you know? Um, so, you know, I, I and, and I think we had some, at the end of the day, we had guys that, you know, they love they, they loved hockey, they're competitive and, uh, and, you know, and it, and, it, and it, you know, we're, that was our, that was our livelihood. That was, that was that was kind of all we all we wanted to do and, you know and the and the and the group stayed pretty much intact i mean the one year because uh, of lloyd's um, affiliation with the blackhawks i mean that was a debacle
0: oh
2: that yeah debacle um, but other than that it was pretty uh, pretty so, s- pretty steady
1: what did you do you played 6 games with the admirals during the 84 85 season what happened there did you did
2: you well, did you get a, hurt that's a you know you look, you look back now at how everything is different. Like, um, they, they didn't Chicago actually at the end of camp, I think yak went to the camp, Freddie might've gone. I went, Billy Danny went overseas to
1: play in, uh, in yeah, Europe. Yeah.
2: but anyway, I remember the, the, the GM or whoever he was said, well, you guys at the end of camp, he goes, well, you guys are better than we thought you'd be, you know? <laughs> so whatever. Yeah. So we went back. I mean we, we had Admiral jerseys with freaking Chicago Blackhawk pants. It was just we only had 16 guys on the roster. And anyway, I I, um, I got a I actually got a concussion. Oh I got a concussion. Uh, and you know, whatever. I'm not trying to I'm just telling it like it is, right? Yeah. Forever, they I was basically told, I mean, think of how different that is. This, you know, I had a bad headache and and the, the I was told, you know, well you have to play. We don't have we don't have any other players. Right. And then I, then I got concussed again. Oh Jesus. And, and so I was out for the year and, and that's where I think Phil, I, you know, that's where I think, cause at that time, um, uh, I, I don't exactly know, you know, what the, where arrangement the role was, but yeah, but I was, I was out, like I was out and yeah. headaches and, you know, and, and, um, uh, and, uh, so they basically said I was out for the year. And the interesting thing is, again, I'm not trying to put anybody like it, it, it you, 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 it's, it was a different time. Yeah. But I got a, I got a call probably like started, started December from the GM of the Blackhawks said they weren't going to pay me anymore. Oh my gosh. No, they weren't going to pay me anymore. Yeah. So I called Phil and uh, Phil called, obviously called Lloyd. And I think Joe Tierney was lawyer lawyer at the time.
1: Sure was for a long, long time, Pettit family lawyer. Yeah. I
2: remember Mr. Tierney called me and he goes, now tell me exactly what this man said to you. And I, I told him what he said, said, okay, leave it with me. And then I don't know, whatever, a a few days later, he just called back and said, don't worry. We'll, you know, we'll take care of you. So yeah, because I had, I had, uh, I had post concussive. My head didn't clear. My head didn't clear probably till April. And, wow. and uh, I was fortunate again, then where I had a, I don't remember the name of this doctor, but I remember going in to see him, you know, this was after, because, okay, again, I had a concussion and then the very next weekend I had to play. And then I got a concussion again. Yeah. right? And then I went to the doctor and the doctor, I was sit, I remember sitting on the on the table, and, and this doctor looked at me and he goes, "You're you're not playing hockey. You can't play." Yeah. Like, you know. Did you wear a helmet? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You had a, you wore actually, a helmet. My last few years, if you see pictures of me, my last few years, I, I wore uh, like a like a yeah uh, I, yeah I, like like a i tech. Actually, my brother, my brother fashioned it. Yeah, I wore an i tech where he took out the he took out the top of it and just sawed it off sure yeah, so, so like protects your jaw like jaw
0: protection yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah so i might have played i you know again time all goes together but i think probably played maybe the last two or three years with, yeah, that, on. with that on. and i never i never had a concussion with that on at all how well,
0: did that how did that if it did it affect the way you played when you had i mean the numbers you put up would say no uh, and the games you played would say no but like, how does your life change, or how did your your game change when you missed a whole year and just felt miserable and maybe felt the hockey? We're done. I'm not doing this anymore.
2: Right. Um, I think any player, you get older, you get smarter. You know, I, I think my. But you're role, still I, a young
0: man at this point. You're very yeah, young man.
2: Yeah, but you know, uh, and and I think again the consistency in the team there because I, I believe that that was after the Blackhawks year. Then we just went back and we yep. kind of got the Everybody band back together yeah you know so i had billy mccrary you know who i had played with before you know Rody was there you know so you, you you get a certain amount of familiarity with guys and i think you know when you're younger and again in that league like i said you you have to you have to be, be able to take care of yourself i mean in in that league um and so you just learn how to keep your stick up you learn how to you know which which battles you're going to fight, which battles you're not, and uh, you know. And I think you just you just uh, you just grow and mature. But I, I think also too, you know, at that time then my I mean my son was born in '85, so I had my daughter and my son, and and uh, I was going to, going to school at the time. So you learn how to compartmentalize. You know, you learn how right. to you have to compartmentalize and and just uh, you know just work hard just work hard and i mean because even then <clears throat> i mean as i recall i think the the contracts were basically 48 hour contracts like if if at the sole discretion of the club you're not meeting our expectations this uh, contract is null and void you might ask phil about that but that, that's basically what the contracts were yeah, yeah. Wow. there is basically nothing there is nothing so you just kind of under- just kind of understood that. Yeah. Yeah. You
0: mentioned going to school. Fred Berry, we talked to him a few weeks ago and he was talking about that 84 85 season that he took some business courses at MATC. And I mean, but you guys were the rarities. There wasn't there weren't a ton of guys going and and taking, you know, hitting the books and all of that stuff. What what made you decide to do that?
2: Uh I don't know. I, I think um And was it at always, UWM? Where did you it, go? I'd always had it in my mind. Uh
0: was it UWM? Where did you, where,
2: where was yeah, it? Yeah, okay. UWM. I mean, that was one of the things that uh, when I when not when my contract with Edmonton was done and then I came back and I wanted to come back, I, I asked Phil if, you know, can I, I want to be able to go to take classes. And he said, sure, that's, yeah, that's great. So, so I, you know, the way it was back then, I, I believe we we had, because of the Bucks, we had, uh, we had home games Wednesdays and then Sunday afternoon. So it was very rare where we got a Friday or a Saturday. So we sure. usually played Wednesday, and then we'd be on the road, you know, Friday, Saturday, and then a Sunday matinee game or whatever. That that was typically as I remember it. And sure. then there was a few Mondays in there, certainly. But basically, and then, you know, we would practice in the morning. So I would just take, you know, Tuesday, Thursday classes or, or Monday, Wednesday classes, and I would just load up in the summer. I mean, I would take I would take fifteen credits in the summer. So. Where did you so,
1: live in Milwaukee?
2: Well, we started off when when uh, when we first met, we were we were living right on on, uh, on Cherry Street, right by Saz's there. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And then we moved uh, to um, well, fiftieth and Burleigh, and then sixty third and Meineke, and 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 so right in right in that uh, right in that area there yeah. That, yeah. that general area. And then eventually, after I retired, I got a job at at Milwaukee Marquette, and then um, and then we moved out. When we moved out farther uh, out to uh, Heartland.
0: Got it.
1: Got yeah. it. So you're. Uh, well, I want a, a couple things, but first I want to circle back to the eighty two eighty three team prior to in the first twenty seven years of the Admirals. That was the most successful team. Uh, And we've talked about these guys uh, a lot, uh, but what was, why was that, why was that year different, right? Like all those guys, you know, yourself and Danny and Freddie and Yak and Eve played a lot of years in Milwaukee, but why was that year different to make, to get you basically, uh, you know, neck and neck with Toledo as the best team in the league?
2: Well, I think probably Richie had a lot to do with it. You know, Richie Sirwa, I mean, goaltending sure. is, goaltending is everything. Is everything. Even
1: when they're yeah. scoring, even when there's 10 or 12 goals yeah. scored a game.
2: Yeah. I mean, and Danny, I believe, was that the year Danny had like 90 goals or something like that? Yeah. Yeah. I mean. 70, 76, 76 yeah. goals. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, yeah, we, we had, uh, yeah, we would just outscore, we would just outscore teams. And I would say Richie was probably a lot like Grant Fear, Like he could, you know, like they say Grant Fear. I mean. If you needed to win a game seven six, then he'd make the goal. He'd make that save that that, that would stop this you know, seventh, yeah. So seventh Richie, goal. Yeah, so Richie. Yeah, Richie was like that. um Yeah, and we yeah we could score, and I think we uh, we probably hit the sweet spot in terms of the you know in terms of the lines. Sure. You know, I think uh, Yak. You know, however however it was, I don't think we really had a first. You know, Yak and Freddie were always. We're always the first second line centers and I slid in there in the third line. And, and, uh, you know, you only had, I think, you know, as I recall, you you only had three lines back then. So every, right. everybody played, you know, it wasn't like there was any, you know, every, everybody played. Right. And, right. you know, and there was games. I mean, if people would get injured, you just go into the game a little bit shorthanded and so be it. Right. So nice. I, I think we all got along. We all got along really well. I think we, uh, you know, we just, uh, you know, and there, you know, there's momentum that there's momentum that builds and, and, and everything like that. I think we were, we were, we were, you know, deadly, we were deadly at home. So, uh, you know, um, I, I think it was just one of those kind of synergistic years yeah. where you're just, you don't maybe realize it at the time, but, but, uh, but things were certainly going well.
1: That game, that game five of that series is a, uh, we were chatting about this before we started, but sort of an ignominious game in Admirals history. The series is the finals is tied two to two. And we go to, uh, and we go to uh, Toledo and score is, doesn't end up, uh, we get rocked pretty badly. And Wojo gets punched by the owner of the uh, Toledo gold diggers. But Bill Beacon who's the owner tells the cops that Woj pushed him first. So the cops are looking for Woj. We got to take him out in a stick bag to just tell us what you remember uh, from that game.
2: Well, the main thing I remember is I think we scored first. A, yeah. B, as I recall, uh, they had a they had a gong right above our bench, and they had a guy dressed in a gorilla suit. What dressed, I... I swear to God, with a ballerina dress on, and he would I... bang the gong every time they hit. They scored a goal, and 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 Yak, you know, Yak is what six five, you know, with six nine with skates on big long stick, he turned around and he told the guy like, you, you bang that gong one more f in time. And, and, uh, <laughs> I don't recall if he continued banging the gong or what, but that's, that's what I just, re- I remember, and, I remember that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And you're probably getting beer spilled on you too, right? Like the glass is barely above your head.
2: Yeah, no, I don't. Yeah. I, my, re- my recollection is they used to have a, like a, you know, you know, whatever an off-duty cop would be you know, behind the bench or something like that. But yeah, I mean, you're, you're, you're right there. You're right there in the, in the, in the thick of things. Yeah, yeah.
0: You know, but they on, let that. They let most of that go. It yeah. was off-duty cops, right? They, they didn't. They didn't care so much. They're Just from the Toledo, they're...
1: for God's sakes. Yeah. It's it's, it's, it's all they could do to not be wearing a, a Toledo Gold Diggers jersey while they're protected, trying to protect you, right?
2: Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> you know, and I, I remember. Mean, I seem to remember the very next day. Then then they then they they that was in. I actually. The call, I had a, I, I fought Dirk Graham the next week because the next night they won. Right. Yeah. I yep. don't even remember that game. Cause I got my, I, got, I, I had, I had some concussion issues. Got your bell rung a little bit. That huh? Was, yeah, I did. I sure did. Yep. Yep.
1: So the, uh, 85 or 85, 86 is your last season and you're named the captain. So that's, that's a pretty big, uh, that's a pretty big honor. Uh, for, for 86, somebody 86, 86
0: 87. 86,
1: 87, excuse me, not 85, 86, 86, 87. You're the captain of the admirals. Uh, can you just talk about that? Uh, how that happened? And what, you know, did, did, was that voted by the team? Was it just Phil? Uh, how do you become captain of the team?
2: Well, you, uh, you know, you talked about, you know, whatever that 80, whatever season was. Um, and then, you know, it's like the bell curve. I feel like that sort of maybe was the beginning of the end a little bit there. Sure. I recall um I think they traded Kevin Shamhorn. Yeah. I recall and uh I think Phil just asked me to be the asked me, me to be the captain cuz I I can't even recall if, if 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 I think yeah I think Yak was still there. Um yeah, I don't and uh, um I think the because of the, the next year that was when Kevin Willison was the coach,
1: right? Yeah. 87 yeah, 88. Were,
2: yeah. Yeah. So, and that was, you know, that was another, you know, that was another kind of a, that was not good. <laughs> that was a not good year. 87, well, 88. You talk about, so I was the captain. In 86, 87. Yep. Yeah. So then the following year, that was my, my last year. Like, again, I don't, I don't really think this, that much about this, but yeah. I think I went into training camp as the captain the year before. Is that, is that what this is that what the, stat show
1: It's uh, they they show that you were the captain in 80 uh, only says it in 86 87
2: okay and when was my last year 86 87
1: it. yep yeah
2: so i was the following year i went to camp okay no kidding and yeah. kevin willison was the coach and i walked into the locker room and somebody else's gear was in my stall oh, that's boy. how i knew i got cut oh really wow Really? Oh my gosh.
1: Uh, th- 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 he was your teammate too, obviously. You know,
2: <laughs> he made a, yeah, I, I, I don't understand. I to yeah. this day don't, I to this day don't understand it.
1: You know, Cla- Claude Noel, who we talked about before, he told us that, and he was a veteran at, at IHL. I think he was the MVP of the league uh, or he was the MVP of the league. And he came into that season and he was told you know, you got to work hard in training camp to make this team. You might not make it here. And he's like, what, are you kidding me? Uh So oh, it was a bit, and that year, as you know, Phil almost died. We lost 21 games in a row. So maybe it was okay that you weren't, uh, that
2: you weren't out there. Yeah. But I mean, that's.
1: Still a bad taste in your mouth. To, to yeah, I mean, to, I was,
2: to... I mean, I was ready. I mean, you look back at it. You look back at it now. It worked out just fine. Like, cause I was, I was going to have to, that would, would have been my last year anyway. Cause I, I had, I had was finishing up my degree. I had to do some, you know, practice teaching and, and stuff like that. But I think, uh, yeah, it was just the way, the way that, I mean, I, I don't know that that's ever happened to anybody. And it was like, nobody knew what was going on. No, oh, yeah. I, I went in and I went in, I mean, it was at Wilson park. Yeah. And I went in and asked, you know, I think Willie, I like, like Willie. And he, he had this look in his face, like, Oh, like
1: nobody told you, huh?
2: Yeah. So then I hopped in my car and I went downtown because the offices were downtown on Plankenton. On
1: Plankinton. Yep. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And I don't, I don't remember exactly how that went down, but that was, I was not, you know, that was, yeah, it was the end of the day. That was probably one of the worst days of my life. I mean, really just the way that, that, that was, but you know, you move on and, and it, you know, everything, everything worked out, everything worked out fine.
0: Well, it, it did, but how, how quickly were you able to move on?
2: Cause well, I mean, you
0: have a family to take care of, right? And,
2: well, that was my, uh, you know, you didn't make a lot of money back then. So right. you know, I, I, I ended up, um, yeah, I, I I got a job at UPS. Oh, uh, did you really? Yeah, I did the UPS. I don't know how. Yeah, when you think about it, like, okay, because because it's a health insurance, right? Sure. So, yeah, yeah. So the UPS. So I, I worked the, uh, I worked the ten, the ten p.m. to four a.m. sort.
0: Oh, geez. UPS.
2: Yeah, and then uh, went home, went to bed, did my practice teaching during the day. Yeah, and it, it's kind of interesting because again, like you say, um, I had met some friends and, and, uh, and somebody mentioned that this pwc team up at winter club, their coach got transferred and they needed a coach. And I was like, you know, cause I was really down. I like, you know, yeah. I don't, it's amazing that Phil and I remain friends this day. Like, however that went down, I'm not, I'm not sure how, I mean, we had a lot of We had a lot of we had a lot of credit, you know. I don't know. We built a pretty good relationship. All along. Sure, pretty time. good rapport. Yeah. So, but but um, I ended up getting paid more coaching a PVC team. You know how <laughs> Oh how yeah. <laughs> I yeah, would we'll take care of you. Yeah. So yeah. So that worked out. Wow. And then I actually I actually then through my brother, I I sold uh, mail order shooter tutors out of my basement. Oh my gosh. Wow, <laughs> yeah, I was, the, I was the first U S distributor of shooter tutors. Yeah. Really? Wow. That is so hilarious. Yeah. So that's, that all. Yeah. So is
1: that, is that how it, because you had the shooter tutors in the basement, is that where drew your son got his aptitude for, uh, for hockey, which turned well, out to he, be he, he turned out to do pretty good for himself.
2: Well, yeah, at that, you know, at that time, I mean, Billy, we had Billy McCree, Timmy, Molly, Yep. There was like four, three or four little boys that would come to the rink. I mean, they would just come to the rink and during, you know, during games they'd be playing hockey. And and yeah, I mean, I mean he was around hockey his whole life and, you know, he just, every picture of him when he's a little kid, he's got a little, little helmet on and he slept with sure. the Just yeah. It's very stereotypical. Yeah. He just loved hockey right from the day, you know, and I signed him up, um, waukesha county youth hockey when he was four sure was five and six-year-olds yeah and he just because uh, i was teach because i was coaching and teaching at milwaukee marquette at that time and and yep. we i mean that was the first year that we had that along with jim carney at at, at uh, milwaukee marquette so we basically opened up evil park ice rink with the old manager there marv bedner he we sure.
0: went in yeah. there we
2: went in there and he's he basically said okay what I mean he had a wide open book think about that like wide open book when, when do you guys want practice so wow. did, yeah,
0: not wow. bad so that that starts you mentioned the, the pvc team it kind of gets your coaching career going which yeah. you've been at nearly 20 years now coaching the girls at shattuck in, yep. in parable one of the uh, how, premier yeah. prep schools in 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 the in country America. yeah
1: yeah yep. how did you end up there
2: Well, I always had it in my mind that I wanted to try and coach Um, uh, Kevin Shamhorn, who uh, I I became good friends with his brother owned a a junior team up in Canada. Uh, So I went up there for a year and um, I actually was a guidance counselor at the high school and coaching. And then just, there was a bunch of stuff that went on just with the team and everything. And so, and my family wanted to move back to the U S so I just, kind of shotgunned a bunch of resumes. And uh, we had actually played against Shattuck when I coached at Marquette. Oh, we sure. played oh, sure. against Shattuck because that was when Shattuck started. And I had known Craig Norwich, who, yeah. was, with the, who was with the Badgers.
0: Yes. Had well, met did, him.
2: Yeah. So he and I knew each other. And so, yeah, I applied at Shattuck. And uh, for the first four years I was there, I was on the boy side. And then then I switched over to the girl side, and I've been, been there ever since.
1: Did you Have coach – found- Go ahead, Charlie. I was going to say, did you coach Drew when he played there?
2: At Shattuck? No, I didn't.
1: Yeah, you did I, not? I coached okay. him,
2: I coached him all, all the way up through Waukesha County Youth Hockey, up, all the way up until.
1: When he was playing Triple uh, A?
2: Yeah. Well, no, Waukesha County Youth Hockey yeah. was, was just the, the. And then we played at that time it was the pettit selects he played yeah the yeah really the, the, the precur the
1: forerunners to the uh to the junior, junior admirals, admirals. Yeah, yeah as i believe yeah mm-hmm. yeah, yeah for sure yeah,
0: for so sure. have you found a difference coaching boys to girls
2: oh uh, well i've been with the girls you know now for a long time so it's, it's a little bit different i would say i would say um i mean i think i'm a uh, one of the reasons why they wanted me to coach the girls is because i am a teacher i'm a you know i'm a teacher yeah. first and, and girls are girls want to do what you ask them to do you know Absolutely. And so you have to be able to articulate the game to them and and i am a student of the game i, I kind of always have been um and uh you know and i i i so i'm a teacher first and so i would think the you know the, the, the girls they need to know that you care and but you know they don't you know it's the old they don't care what you know until they know that you care right and I think with girls too uh, with girls they, they're they're much 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 more humble like they just sure. want it well like I've said to a number of people like it when we're playing in a big game with boys it was always okay boys we got to keep our emotions no dumb penalties you know all these things whereas with girls it's you know you've worked hard you belong here you deserve this you know you don't there are no cocky girl hockey player well I shouldn't say no but that you never, you never run. Into it's rare. Player. Even the yeah. best players, you know, I've coached, you know, like eight, eight Olympians now, and none of them are, none of them are, they're just very solid down to earth. They just, they just love the game. Yeah. 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 yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. As we wrap this up here, Gord, we always ask people, um, when you think of Milwaukee, what do you think of?
2: I love, I love Milwaukee. I, 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 um, you know, the the, the friendships, uh, I mean, Milwaukee Marquette to me is uh, uh, is so near and dear to my heart and the the, the people there, uh, the friends that I made with the admirals, um, you know, I was one of the few people that stayed all summer yeah. uh, wow. and so I got to go to all, I mean, Woj would know this too, we, we, we would go to the festivals, so every one of the festivals you know, Woj would you get out there with his little dog and pony show? And I would, then I would come up and demonstrate a slap shot or something like that. And we would get free tickets, free tickets to every one of the festivals. Sure. You know, so, uh, you know, so I, 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 I got the full, I got the full meal deal when it came to the festivals, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, Milwaukee, I mean, that's where I met my wife. She's from there. That's where my kids were born. Um, some of my, I mean, Jim Carney, who recently retired with, with um, from Milwaukee Marquette, is probably one of my, no, not probably is, uh, the one of the, the great mentor of my life, um, and you know I still I don't keep up so much with Freddie and uh, and Danny and, uh, but I keep up with uh, with Rody you know, and and I know Eve, Eve still lives there and. Yep. Uh, so, no, it's, it's, uh, I, yeah, I just love Milwaukee. It's, it's, it's certainly, uh, has a, has a place very, very close to my heart.
0: Very good. Gord, it's Excellent. great to talk to you. Thanks so much for your time. We really You're appreciate
2: welcome. it. All the best. I feel like we hardly even got to talk about anything, but I know, I know. I'm fine. I'm fine.
0: Gord, thanks so much. All the best to you. All right. You guys too. Thanks that's again. Gord that's Stafford. Thanks for listening to this Milwaukee Admirals podcast.